So, ladies and gentlemen, Innkeeper's Guestbook Podcast. This is the last episode of season one. Woo-woo. Yes, and we are uh, we're kind of throwing ourselves a touchdown pass right now because it's still 2018. And by the time you all will be hearing this, it'll not only be 2019, but we'll be into 2019. But it's all good because we're going to come back with season two we're going to be that much more better, that much more streamlined, that much more ostentatious, that much more sexy. That's why he has me for number one. <laughs> yeah, she had to get it. She had to. Had to. <laughs> you didn't want me to be part one. of that sexy stuff. <laughs> no, but what's funny is, it, is that when you hear this, you will have already heard her voice before because Lovely Eyes here is the co-host for our best of 2018 episode which came out the beginning of 2018 yeah so i had to start every podcast the same way even though we don't have intro music which supposedly i need to insert a pavlov dog syndrome in your head so you know that when you hear this you're listening to freddy you're listening to freddy on the innkeeper's guestbook podcast instead i like to pound this in your head Coming to you live from Union Inn, Washington, D.C., 1112, 1114, 3rd Street, Northeast, Washington, D.C. We are steps to Noma Gallaudet Metro. Nice brisk walk to Union Station and a leisurely jog to the Capitol in Capitol Hill. But I digress. <laughs> of course you do. We got a lot of good things coming to you for season two. Um, one of the things that we're going to do, or at least we're thinking about doing, is flipping it on y'all, right? So rather than starting with, hey, this is who you're actually hearing and this is their their life, and then we go into the seven questions, perhaps we start with the seven questions and then go into their life story. Hmm, I wonder who thought about that. I know. I wonder who did. And I, who knows? Maybe we'll do We're, we're still, it's an iterative process, you know? You By the time we get to season out. 20, we will be a well-oiled machine. Better be. Better, right? But until then... Eyes, how you doing? I am doing great. Question number one. Eyes. Yes. Number one fan, by the way. Yes. I'm not sure if I said it in the podcast yet, but he number didn't. one fan. Yep. All right. Uh, book to add to the library. It's already been said before, but I'm going to go with the Harry Potter series. Okay. Not just one of them, the whole series. Boo. You got to give me one book. I gotta pick one fine the last one obviously because you know that's when good defeated evil what, what's for the name one of that last one? time what's the name of that one the deathly hallows nope. yeah deathly hallows that's the last one yeah okay not the cursed child that's... mind you this thing came out over 11 and a half years ago <sighs> still young harry potter and the deathly hallows hallows you know what? I would have read if this came out like maybe twenty years prior. Yeah, yeah I would have read it. I would have read it. The series? Yeah, I would have read this. You haven't? No. Have you seen the movies? I haven't seen the movie in one sitting. That, that there's more than one movie. Okay. There's like nine. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's the same people. It's like oh, the guy with the scar and on then, his face with the wand and all the kids speaking in British. I get it. Okay, cool. Okay. So, so many wrong words and so many so lines of stuff. What happens in this one? Spoiler alert. 
You have to give some I just sort said, of... good defeated evil in the end. That's like the most important part. So you, when you're growing up, you're supposed to believe in magic. Believe that everybody's good and... <sighs> good it always defeats evil. And then you grow up and find out being evil's all kind of okay. Wow. Um, I'm not... <laughs> my name is <laughs> Innkeeper Freddy. And I do not support that message. <laughs> But it depends on the evil. See, I can be evil in ways that people enjoy. We'll get to that, by the way. <laughs> um, so what happens with him 20 years down the line? Does he get like a normal job? Is he working in the GM factory? I mean, he has a kid, which is why there's the next book. It's he all about his child. Kid. He has more than one. How old is he in this move? I thought he was always like perpetually that old right there reaching for the stars. Yeah. So, no, he, like, ends up being, like, 17, 18 in the end. And has a kid at 17, No. <laughs> That's just the end of the series. He died. He comes back. Oh, he dies at the end. And then he comes spoiler back. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Kind of like Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert. So, comes back. Gets okay. married. Has kids. Does sends he, kids. Does he marry the chick that's, that he's in school with? Yes. Okay. So what happens to the other kid? He just mad in the corner over here. Does okay. he become Snape too? First of all, the redhead married the special girl, the main character girl. Those two are together. Harry went with the best friend's sister and married the best friend's sister. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about right yeah, now. It's fine. Okay, this all happens in this book, or this happens over the course. I of I mean, series? technically, at the very, very end, it skips like, oh, 20 years after this is what's going on, and then that makes the way for the new one. Okay, number two, podcast to subscribe to. Besides this one, and see, see, that's how you know she listens to this that's podcast. So hard. Because I really don't listen to other podcasts besides this one. You can say the innkeeper. Of all people. <laughs> I can say you it. You can say it. I can't even say it. But you, you can say it. Innkeeper's guest book. Oh, gosh. Like, I'm all caps. When I write this down, I'm writing all caps. And I'm bolding it and all that stuff, yo. I may even get the Sharpie and write over it just so people know how serious I am. As long as it's purple. <laughs> I had a joke there, but I think it'd be cool for the kids. Number three, something you didn't know you needed until you got it. Yeah. Do we? Are we going to go through the whole the no. whole spill? No. On that, you're going to give me one of them. You can on the on the the uh, best of of 2018 podcast. I can tell you both. You can tell no. You can tell me the other one, but this one you got to tell me what the. So then that takes back because we had the two. Yeah. You said I couldn't use one. I should use the other one over the one. Hey, is what you said cool. so am i saying that one now like the I'm, one that you told me to say or should i say I'll tell you what i'm like right now <laughs> i'm a guy that hasn't put on skates on ice skates on in like maybe caught 10 years and i'm just getting my feet back mm -hmm. and i think i can go faster than i actually can mm -hmm. that's what this alcohol is doing to me right now so i'm like i'm, I'm right there i'm like i'm going for, i'm like yo i remember all this stuff but guess what i don't have the same muscles from 10 years ago right so it's very possible that i could like wipe out or i could hit a triple axle i'm just letting you know <laughs> this podcast can go either way are we sure it's the alcohol Ooh, no comment <laughs> Because it's one time in band camp. One time. Nah, not one time. Several times in band camp. 
FetLife. That's what that's what the answer is. The answer is FetLife, ladies and gentlemen. If you were wondering, why is the answer FetLife? What's that quote that you told me earlier that someone told you? Uh, so a wise woman once told me, find your tribe and make art with them. I can remember someone telling me how to find FetLife because they were like, oh, have you heard of this new kinky Facebook? Sure. What is it? FetLife. Just go create an account and see what happens. So that's what I did. Created an account. <sighs> Found... Alice in Wonderland and pretty much never left. Uh, I actually dove in like Alice does in Alice in Wonderland because I joined day one. By day six, my first group. Day 20, my first meetup. First time I ever went in there, I was supposed to just hang out for like an hour. There was like eight of us that did not go home to like four o'clock in the morning so it was like straight eight hours of talking about nothing but sex and like not just normal sex we're not talking about like with animals we're talking about like hey have you heard of this new toy or rope mm -hmm. what rope can do for you right but it was done in a way that wasn't about trying to seduce or attract another person it was like literally you were nerding out about, about sexual yes. stuff yeah exactly what it is yeah. and have if anybody has ever gone to like a meetup like that your expectations of oh this is going to be like high school which technically it does a little bit uh, like that depending on and like you said you find your tribe you mm -hmm. walk in you take a scan around you go talk to a few people until you find the people you click with and i am still best friends with 50% of the people that I met on there which is great in both cities because yeah not from here where are you from? Charleston, South Carolina Charleston, South Carolina and how far is that from Savannah, Georgia? oh god why are you asking my I mean but like a drive you're always asking that Charleston's one of the places you know but Charleston's towards the south towards the southern part right? yes and it's right there next to Savannah it's kind of right. Literally the heart of South Carolina. No, it's not the heart. That's Columbia. Yeah, Columbia. It's more it's like capital. it's more like the kneecap. It depends on which way we're looking. Which how are we learning <laughs> ourselves? Like, are we facing the ocean or are we facing? The that is true. Still, yeah. nah, it's towards the bottom part. All right. So tell us one thing about Charleston, South Carolina, in a, like in an objective way, not like you know, in an overly awesome or overly. By uh, the way, you need to look that up. I will. Um, while, while you tell me, mm -hmm. tell, tell the listeners at home something about Charleston, South Carolina that they would, they likely wouldn't know. So for many, many years, and we're checking to see if it was last year as well, Charleston, South Carolina is rated in the nation, one of the friendliest cities in the nation. Okay. I wanted you to look up friendliest city in the nation. Oh, and then I we thought should you just see, see how far it was. Like you want to see how? I don't yeah, care. I do, how far. I do actually want to see it's, how far it's it is. It's two and a half hour drive. I can tell you that. You're okay. asking miles. There you go. Okay, cool. And um, that's during traffic time. Okay. Um. So friendliest city. Mm-hmm. There you go. Look at that. In 2016, by the way. But it's more than 2016. Look up 2018. Kind of nest. 2018 hasn't been chosen. South best, prettiest, friendliest city. 
The Holy City. That's what it's called, too. The Holy City Center. Uh, wow. I don't know about okay. center. All right, so. Um, they got a lot of churches. Okay. I could believe that. It's the Bible Belt. Is that like, like where the buckle is? Yeah. Because the Bible Belt, I guess, would go from there all the way over to Pretty much. the Mississippi River. Okay, 50 mile. Uh, 50 mile Sorry. See? See? This is how we swing off the rails right mm-hmm. there. All right, let me bring it back. So, bucket list place to travel, oh, number four. I haven't even finished the friendliest. Okay, so oh, anyway, my story, see? I know, just the horrible. I'm horrible. Okay, All on, right, so met, met everybody. By day 45, I had started my own group and owned another group. What was it called? Was Charleston it? Kink. Okay. So... Uh, and by day 60, I was hosting my own munches. By day 90, I was hosting three munches a month. Okay. Uh, and do, do we explain what a munch is? It's a meetup. Okay. Usually around food. Okay. Uh, where adults get together and talk about adult things. <laughs> and it's uh, vanilla, which means that there's no on-premises or anything, or there's no anticipation of things happening off-premises or anything. It's just basically people coming together to nerd out. About sex. That's very important. Doesn't necessarily have to be about sex. Because there's cosplay and, 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 uh, yeah. It's like it's just if you have a fetish about something. And I don't think necessarily a fetish has to lead to sex on it. That's true. But most of the time, it's sex. Just being honest. Yeah. Okay. All right. So by day 90, you were, you said hosting three events or? Three, three events a month, which one of them was geared only to new people. So if you joined the group into the Charleston community, I was one of the first people that you got a message from. Okay. Uh, and you would have to come meet me and a couple other people before we would let you come to other stuff. Wow. Like we, we had a strict vetting policy okay. because of course one of the main rules which has been and going forward will always be no touching without permission. Yeah. That's to be with anything though. Uh, people are learning that the hard way apparently. Yeah. Uh, so came, like I fell deep to the point where I was an official FetLife greeter, which means if you joined FetLife period, wow. no matter where in the world you were, I was probably one of the people that you got your first email from. Wow. So, yeah, I was deep. Did they pay you? No, that was just free my time because that's how deep I was. Wow, in it. Yep. So then I moved up to Richmond uh, and then new place. Went to a couple things that were very awkward for me because I ran things a certain way (laughs) and had munches in certain places where kids would not be there. And the first munch I went to was around Robin, where there were kids literally all around us. Mm. Yet they were still talking about the conversations they were having. Mm. Wait, so was this like in a booth? Yeah, it was like it was like a lot of tables together. Okay. And there there was like there was probably about 25, 30 people. Wow. Who came to this one, which I thought was that's that's a lot. For people who don't know about groups, there's usually not that many people in one of these. Okay, so a couple questions. One, 
did someone work at Red Robin? <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but that was awkward for me, and that turned me off of going to another one. Was there an on-premises place close by or something? I, yeah. I don't know any of that. So I pretty much stopped going to things, and then I met a friend on OkCupid because I was looking for friends, and she brought me back into vet life in Richmond for a little while, so I went to a few other things. And then I got pregnant, and after my first son was born, and only, I'm going to say first and only, um, was born, the day after he was born, so literally hospital, then move up here. And been here. Washington, D.C. Yeah, I've been here for three and a half, almost four years now. So compared to the kink community in Charleston, South Carolina, and Richmond, how does D.C. stack up? No comment. Are there more people? There's definitely more people. Okay. Uh, are people meeting in, at Chuck E. Cheese or something like that? Uh, not exactly. <laughs> but apparently, someone tried to go to a Red Robin up here too. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's wow. Maybe it's a thing. You never know. You never know. Go out west. Maybe it's at In and Out or something. Yeah. <sighs> animal style you know just the kids though the kids certain things kids should not be exposed to at seven years old like hey mommy over here yeah that is true what's the dildo and why is it going in her we're still haven't even finished the pet life story yeah we no we're good yes so i met yeah no no no. so you said i met my tribe okay and i made art with them more power to you. I'll show you. Do you want to see my art? Oh, wait, you already have. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I've only seen part of part of the whole Lisa. I feel like that's not true. I mean, we haven't. No, I'm saying like. Oh, like on FetLife. Yes. Oh, well, you know. You've seen my pictures. It's pretty artful. Yes, I have. Which one's your favorite? All of them. Smart answer. Smart answer. Keep that in. Bucket list place to travel. So I've only ever been to Canada, which I may or may not be banned from. (laughs) And Kuwait. Okay. So why did you go to Kuwait for a booty call? I flew that far. Seriously? For a week worth of booty call. Week work, week work. That's, that's that's a lot. I know. I'm saying that's not every day. It's not every year. You'd be lucky if we get one of those once a decade. Literally. Not saying that's how I got pregnant, but that is who. Yeah, that's not when. Kind of Ku- how in Kuwait though. Yeah. Was it hot? <laughs> yeah, it was Fourth of July in Richmond. I thought you said Kuwait. No. Well, oh, was Kuwait hot? Oh, I just got your bed wet. That's what she said. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> sorry. All good. Um, I'm sorry. I'll, so, I'll dry it off before I leave. <laughs> All the double entendres here, man. I swear to God, we could make an episode of just double entendres in this episode. Um, so you said that you've been to Kuwait. Yes. And the country of Canada. Yes. Any particular city in the country of Canada? Uh, 
it ended up being Orangeville, Canada, although I got lost in Toronto for about two hours. Okay. Is Orangeville on the East Coast or West Coast? It's more towards the West. It's like, it's past Toronto. It's like an hour hour or two past Toronto. That's all I know. Okay. Is it on the water? I mean, I'm sure there's water somewhere around there. Okay. There's a bunch of lakes (laughs) around there. Yeah, I know. That's how I almost got, how I may or may not be banned from Canada. Okay. Um, but you have been to a bunch of U.S. cities, though, right? Yeah, I guess. Everywhere on the East Coast. Okay, so which city would you suggest the listeners add to their bu- bucket list? I'll go with Charleston. Okay. Friendliest city. Yep. Charleston, South Carolina. Hour and a half from uh, Savannah, Georgia. And uh, what, about an hour from Hilton Head? Mm, no, hour, hour and a half. It's probably about two hours to Hilton Head. Oh wow! Yeah. But, but Savannah's further. Okay. I guess you have to go out a little bit yeah. onto the water and stuff to really get there. Depends on how you go. Okay. All right, fifty mile detour restaurant. So one in Charleston okay. would be. I have two of them because live in two places. I can't do that because I don't know if one of them. All right, Charleston, Queens, eighty two. So it's called Charleston Queens 82? No, oh, in Charleston. Queen, Queens 82. Queens 82. Okay. What type of cuisine? Uh, southern. Seafood. All right. All right. Is there fried chicken better than KFC? Uh, everybody's fried chicken <laughs> is better than KFC. In fact, when you offered me that, I wanted to slap you. Hey, hey listen. <laughs> and mind you, I've always been a Popeye's guy. And truth be told, if you get if you put a KFC and a Popeye's next to each other and say, hey, have at it, which one? I'm still going to choose Popeye's. But... Recently, uh, Colonel's original recipe, and I know it's probably not chicken. I get it, you know, and it's all GMO'd out and everything. But you know what? Sometimes it's like it's the thing that hits the spot. <clears throat> I would not never that go to, thing, but the other thing. I would I would never purposefully go out to a rodeo. Okay. <laughs> However, if I spent like fifteen years overseas. And I flew back into the States for the first time. And I had to transfer in like Dallas, Fort Worth. And a friend was there and I had an overnight. And he's like, hey, he's picking me up from the airport. Like, yo, we finna go to this rodeo. I'm like, yes, let's do some American ass right now. Okay. That's KFC. <sighs> okay. Like, I like the analogy and the story to get to, get to where you were going. But uh, still, still, KFC. Okay. In fact, I'm probably going to have you go get me some of that KFC <laughs> in See? like See? 15 minutes or so. So, Queens 82. Yeah. What What is it about Queens 82? They have, this? they had, I don't know if they still have because it's been forever since I've been there, uh, the best ever shrimp and grits I've ever had. And was this like on a Sunday thing or they have? They always have that on the They day? always have it. Okay, cool. Shrimp and grits is a southern thing. Yes, it is. Is it on the water? It's Queens It's downtown, so it's close to the Battery-ish, okay, Market Street-ish area. All right. Number six, your number one skill. I have to look at the questions. Skill, skills, the one you have to. You're not naturally good at. You get to work at it. Your number one honed oh. craft. Selfies. 
Wow, that's a first. <laughs> I take a lot of good selfies, and you have to admit that I do. I didn't realize there was a art to the selfie. There's always an art to the selfie. You have to have the right angle with the right light, with the right filter at the right time. Have you ever taken a f- uh, selfie up? Yeah. Like, not just down looking at you. Yeah, like that's up. my angle. But yeah, I've taken way up pictures. Okay. From all angles. So, what's the hardest angle to take where if you still get a good photo, it's like, oh, that person knows how to take selfies. The one where you're short arm for the short arm people, which is pretty much everybody. The short arm for the short arm people. I don't know how that works. What do you mean? I have a short arm. Okay. So when I'm trying to take one of my ass. Wow. You got to take it in the right angle where you get the back, you know, the the little bump for people who have pancake asses like, I, like me, I do. <laughs> You need to get the bump right so it looks like you have an ass, but you also want to get like just enough shoulder, just enough hair, and just that crooked smile on the end. Wow. Like you really thought this through. I, I take mean, yeah, really you're, good you're selfies. The number one selfie. <laughs> but technically, is that, a, I mean, I guess it is yourself. So technically, if you take a picture of yourself and your face is not in it, it's still a selfie. Yeah conversations that we have in the 21st century here ladies and gentlemen i mean this is a conversation that never happened in the 20th century yeah well so what's your talent number seven you have that in the wrong order by the way on there yeah because that was the original <laughs> order but i re- i wanted to end on talent i'm gonna end on talent yeah nurture versus nature listening it's been said before listening yeah okay people want to tell me their story for some reason Hmm. I can see that I can see that so you fell down some escalators (laughs) in Crystal City in Amazon land actually you know they're renaming that now to National Landing and it's the whole thing it's Crystal City uh, Potomac Yards and what's the Del Rey they're naming it all that is called National Landing now just how they, they, they tried to rename White Flint North Bethesda is still White Flint, even if White Flint Mall goes away. I feel you, Lord and Taylor. I'm with you. Hold out. Keep holding out. I know them 70-year-old ladies is so happy that y'all still here because something else happened to the rest of the mall. But Lord and Taylor holding you down. I, I digress. I That's three shots we have to take. I don't like. I don't like that. It's too close to the National Harbor. Like you really couldn't come up with something better. Mm-hmm. Something? No. Nothing. Nope. And it's gonna be a metro station named after it. Where are they? Just put- like Noma. Are they changing Crystal City's metro to National Whatever? It'll probably be like Crystal City North National Landing. <laughs> wow. Don't worry. Places like Crystal City Sports Pub will still hold hold, hold hard and vast. I hate the metro. I hate the I hate the metro so much that I willingly went in traffic for the last two weeks just so I didn't have to ride the metro. All because of the freaking yellow line being down. I thought it was because you fell down the escalator no, in Crystal City. No, that was that was like two years ago. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm so sorry, like we're we, talking we talked about this before. I'm not trying to embarrass her. Like we literally said we were going to talk about this. Yeah. So not only did I fall, but the actual cartoon where you see. The rolling and the rolling, and you can't stop until you hit somebody else. She rolled happen. down an escalator. And I couldn't stop. 
That's... so many bruises. Man. And I still got up and went to work that day. Gangster. Yeah. Did, so. Gotta make that money. I got a question. That one guy over there, he was laughing, wasn't he? There was a, there was one person, like you made his day. I probably did. I don't like, remember like anyone being there. Even today, I was in so much pain. Even today, he's thinking about that. Probably, I know I would. In fact, even though it happened to me, I still laugh. <laughs> like you rolled. Yeah. Like, like the this straight like cartoon. This is your cartoon, legs over your head. Like how did so? What what was the impetus for this? I don't you, you know. Hit that's, an acorn or something. I, I want to say it was cold. It was it was during the winter time, because I had my boots on. They go up to my knees because they weren't they weren't thigh highs then. Now I can wear thighs. Yeah. Um, they flare out. Yeah. So it hey. Straight up patent leather. First of all, <laughs> these thighs can do some damage. Hey, I believe it. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about you falling, falling down, falling head over heels. <laughs> In hate with Crystal City. Hate Crystal City. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so you slipped I in slipped your boots. In my boots, and I couldn't stop till I got to the bottom and hit the lady at the bottom. Then I got up, limped my ass down the second <laughs> set of fucking <laughs> escalator because apparently Freddie did not know there was more than one. Well, okay. So you went down from the mezzanine. So you limped down to from the mezzanine to the platform level. Yes. But to get to the mezzanine level. That's the level I fell. Yeah. That's Crystal City for you. That's Crystal City for you. Future but, home of Amazon. Right? But you know what? If that can be like a hub where you can just, here's my package. Or you can pick up your package from there for a cheap price. I'm with it. Why? Why not? Why? What is what is why? Amazon delivers everywhere as is. But sometimes I'm right there. What if I need to return something? Do it the normal way. You I'm, print I'm, out the return label. But you still have to pay for it. I'm saying, what if there was a way where, like, hey, if you drive this to this fulfillment center over here by National Airport and hand this to somebody, you good money. It's a security issue. But it's just good business. That's what it's all about nowadays. Making money. Seriously. I did not feel like we need Amazon here. I, I, I thought that they were going to pick not only Washington, D.C., but Noma. Because I thought that they would be want to be at the, with the um, Burnham Place. So the north side of <clears throat> Union Station from H Street all the way to K Street. They're building over the tracks and building like basically a... a couldn't actually be two by in two D.C. Like Block that. City. And I thought that, hey, you're going to be the southern terminus of the Northeast Corridor. Amazon want want that no. cachet. But, hey. They need more They need more space. There's not enough space in D.C. <clears throat> All right. You got any social media you want to plug? Uh, no. Okay. You, what about your FetLife handle? You want to you put that no. out there? For no way. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, you've probably heard best of 2018 already. If you haven't, go listen. Go listen to that because um, we got some good stuff. And she uh, made some interesting points. For real. You haven't even asked me about me being banned from Canada. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, it all started because of Harry Potter. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. So, you ever have, like, you ever thought about, like, 
if one life choice, if you made one different life choice, like mm-hmm. how different your life would be. Oh, yeah. Mine was reading Harry Potter pan- fan fiction. What age did you start? When the fourth, fifth book come out? It's between the fourth and fifth book, so it was it was a long time. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of years. It was. Yeah. Would, it was. It was about. How old am I? I don't know. It's about fifteen-ish years ago. Okay. Cool. God, I cannot believe it's been out that long. Okay. Anyway, so Harry Potter fan fiction. I found Harry Potter fan fiction through the internet. That's how I found it. Started reading the fan fiction, and there's this particular fan fiction which is still my all time favorite fan fiction. It's uh, I don't know the name of it, but it was Harry Potter meets 24, the TV show 24, where every chapter was an episode. Oh, okay, and every chapter ended on a cliff cliffhanger, right? Yeah, so because of that, I started commenting as the well to the writer, like leaving comments on his, his writing. Mm-hmm. Did not know how old he was at the time. Uh, so but, it wasn't J.K. Rowling's? No, the fan fiction is what I'm talking about right now. Oh, so it's like a Star Wars Extended Universe. It's like normal people writing fan fiction. Oh, of, so these aren't like published books or anything. No, it's like, literally fan fiction. Like I'm going on the internet creating a website where I'm just going to post stories that I think should happen with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's love right there. Yeah. It's obsession. That's love right there. So this other person was commenting and we would comment back and forth laughing and joking. And then, you know, back in the day of Yahoo chat rooms, <laughs> the original kick. You know, so I never was on any of that stuff. I never did Black Planet. I never did MySpace. You never had a MySpace? Everybody had a MySpace. No, Seriously. I, I believe you don't even stuff. have any of that stuff now. Yeah, hence why I never had it then. I'm telling you. It's just like and I I prefer poetry chicks in the bar. You're just really old, good at that. Just old school like that. <laughs> You're really good at that. <laughs> so oh wow. Uh, yeah. Um so yeah. So anyway, started con- we were chat we went to J- Yahoo, we started chatting, the three of us started chatting, we built a friendship. Um, I knew they were younger than me. I did not know how much younger they were of me. So I'm 17, 18. We all decide that we're going to meet. So I drive from Charleston, South Carolina to Buffalo, New York. Uh, straight drive. No stopping, no sleep. Wait, just because of Harry Potter fan fiction? We'll get there. The friendship that built over that. Yeah, so it was like you knew them, like you you knew like Like we listened to to my podcast. Yeah, we've been talking for like we've been chatting in the chat rooms. We haven't actually talked. We've been for over a year. Yeah, for over a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I get that. So we decided to meet. Completely understandable. By the way, the two of them actually started dating over the internet. You know, back when that's how people dated. I went to I went to a brunch and uh, met a couple that um, got met and engaged. And married because of Tinder. Really? Like over Tinder. That's that's interesting. So they met. Oh, well, the intention was for them to finally meet face to face for the first time. But neither one of them could drive. I was the only one that was able to drive. 
So I drove from Charleston, South Carolina, Buffalo, New York. Again, no sleep, straight drive. That's like a lot of hours. Uh, I get to her house. We sleep for three hours. Yep. And we decide that we're going to drive from Buffalo, New York to Orangeville, Canada, which you can map it to see. Like, it's, it's, it's a ways. So, unpos- this was like right at the time that you needed ID to travel into Canada, but you didn't need an actual passport. So, I just had my regular driver's license. So, get, In Ontario. To, get to the border... We're actually in at the border of Canada before she says, oh, by the way, I don't have an ID to cross the border. So I have to leave her ass at the border. Fine. Okay. I leave her ass at the border to go get him so he could cross from Canada <laughs> into the United States because, you know, that's easy. Uh, so I went and picked him up. He takes me to the wrong border from where I actually left her. Uh, we get to the border and he tells me, oh, by the way, I wrote this letter to my parents that I'm running away and never coming back. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a... Uh, so I had to leave his ass at the border. <laughs> Again, not knowing I'm in the wrong border, because he left this letter to his parents, I'm now being questioned by the border police why I'm trying to smuggle a minor over the border. It sounds like uh, one of those, like... um little segue scenes or one of those little off brand like outlier scenes in a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah. So then So just so I understand, this person that you've been texting with for a year over Harry Potter fan fiction that you drove all the way from Charleston, South Carolina to Buffalo and then from Buffalo to Orangeville, which is halfway between Lake Huron and uh Lake uh what's this other one? Lake over here. The lake that uh not Buffalo Lake Ontario, halfway between Lake Huron and Lake Buffalo, no Ontario. Sorry, um, your one friend that you drove up with was like, oh yeah, we need passports. My bad. No, we just need ID. ID. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like all she had was her student ID. <laughs> so you meet up with old boy, and old boy is like, yeah, just give me the heads. Well, he did give you the heads up. But, yeah, at yeah. the border. I'm running away. Yeah. Yeah. So then That's again, not you want to spring up? Did he expect you to like run away with him, or was it just like, "Hey, I'm just letting you know that this is part of a runaway plan." Yeah. After. And, <laughs> and this is like part one, and I'm about like, to leave from here and not go back home. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like he was trying to be like, "Yo." Like I this love was you. planned for a while. No, this wasn't an I love. This was just like literally the two of them were dating. So this wasn't an I love you like triangle type of nothing. This is just like, yo. Um, by the way, they are actually married and have been together for more than 10 years. You know what, though? <laughs> I think this experience is what uh, solidified that. Hey, you know what? And I though? was a part of that. But you know what, though? Hey. So uh, I don't judge. Anyway. Love is love. So. <laughs> After, you know, I'm at the border being questioned, I actually, they pull me into the room and like, I pass out. Like at this point, I haven't slept for like 24 hours Mm -hmm. on top of the only three hours that I've gotten technically 48 hours. Wow. So I pass out. I don't know how long. like 17. I don't know how long I've been before they wake me up coherent enough to talk to him, which is why I don't know if I'm banned because I never signed any papers. Okay. And I've changed my last name since then. So I'm like, maybe I can get away with it. 
but I haven't tried. Wait, but because they told though. because they told me at the border, don't ever come into Canada again. And I was like, okay, I won't. Here's the messed up part. Again, remember, I'm thinking I'm at the border where I left her. That's where I think I am. This is not where I am, but that's where I think I am. So I am now back from Canada into the United States. But of course, I got to go to the little station that I left her at. So I'm going down the road, not realizing that it's a one-way road. So I accidentally go back into Canada. And I get arrested. (sighs) Well, I got held. I didn't technically get arrested. At some point, did you hear the words, damn, and Americans? Probably. Okay. I was incoherent due to lack of sleep at that point. But you were 17. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe 18. You didn't sign anything. Not that I remember. I I couldn't tell you. This sounds like know, answer, have, this sounds like a question for Drake. I feel like I want to try, but I'm scared. Like I really want to go back to Canada, right? But I am so scared that they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, we told you not to." Just go to a different. Uh, what do they call it? Province. Go to. Uh, I figured if I fly in, I might be safer. Maybe just go to the West Coast. Vancouver is real nice. So we'll see. We'll see about that. But yeah, all. Or go to Montreal, Catronada Land. Possibly banned because of Harry Potter fan fiction. JK, I hope you hear this. See what your novels did? Yep. Oh, so anyway, back to where I was going. So because of that, right? Mm-hmm. So because of that experience, I come back home, meet my boyfriend, move in with him a week later. Have two kids, get married, get divorced, meet some other guy on FetLife, <laughs> be with him for another six years. So I guess this goes back to the tangent you were saying about him. You ever thought about if your life, if you did something different, like yeah. if you hadn't gone up to if do I that. hadn't, If I hadn't read fan fiction or this mm. particular fan fiction, none of that other shit, I would not have kids right now. That's so funny that you draw a line at fan fiction. What if you just drew the line at, what if I don't drive up to Buffalo? <laughs> nah. Nah, because once you read Harry Potter, you, it's a wrap. Well, you have to drive up to Buffalo. So because of that, and again, this all ties into everything. So because of that experience, because of the fan fiction of Harry Potter, the whole thing about Harry Potter is about openness. It's about loving everybody, regardless of race, color, creed, gender, exactly. all that good stuff. It's about good versus evil. Uh, But again, the most important part of that is about exception of everybody for who they are. Acceptance or exception? Acceptance. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure we're on the same page. (laughs) He he digresses. (laughs) Don't take a shot. I didn't say it. I knew where I was. Um, (laughs) Oh, I digress. What were we talking about? You were talking about accepting other oh, yeah. people's yeah, acceptance. because of that. So I, okay, I grew up in Charleston. So in Charleston, from elementary school to the middle of ninth grade, I was one of five white people in my whole school. Of those five white people, I was related to like half of them. So growing up, Hey, you don't see color, you don't see race, yeah. you don't see, you know, you accept everybody for who they are mm-hmm. until I grow up 
and decide that I don't want to date a white person. Why is that? My family disowns me. Okay. So, so I had that experience until I had kids, which is part of the reason why I moved out after meeting my boyfriend. So anyway, meet my boyfriend. Well, at the time, boyfriend at the time who turned into husband, baby daddy, all that other stuff. Oh, yeah, so. so met him day one, moved in with him day seven. I have a very fast timeline, apparently. Okay. Uh, was with him for seven years. Very vanilla relationship in the bedroom. Like, we're talking extremely vanilla. Like This is pre-fet life, though. This is pre-fet life. So, okay. he was a hoe. I'm just not going to throw that. I am going to throw that out. He knows he is. He still says he is. He was a hoe. Cheated on me multiple times, but every time he did. Did he get paid for it? No. And he's a slut. Okay, he's a slut. Whatever. We just want to get the terminology correct, you know? So, hoes get money? Correct. Anyway, so he was a slut, kept cheating on me, kept a letting letting it slide, letting it slide. Uh, finally decided not to let it slide anymore, and found fat life. So, wow! <clears throat> I think because of that vanilla lifestyle, when I found it and was opened up to a whole lot of stuff that I didn't know existed before, it went all the way. I went all the way, deep, hard, and long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pun intended yeah that's funny um yeah uh i wouldn't say I, I i fell all the way in but um you went deep just because i liked photos and stuff you know but i i don't know proper protocol like i said i never had a myspace page i never done social media so to me when i see a beautiful body taking an artistic picture about something I like it. And then also it was a way for me to like, whenever I would comment, I would either I would comment something like that's hot or I would comment something sarcastically funny about the photo. Um, and I enjoyed hearing people's responses to that. So it was kind of like feeding upon itself. It was, it was, it was an escape for me to be able to be like the same way when I'm reading an, an article, be it in the paper or on my phone. And I'll say non sequitur stuff or I'll say witty stuff out loud about it. This was a way for me to be able to s- work on express your myself. You said what? Work on your wittiness. There you go. Um, in the presence of titties. Who, who's not at that? Boobies are lovely. Boobies are super lovely. They are. <clears throat> so, um, I like boobies. I like men and women boobies. Correct. Um, and then it was also just very, very interesting to see... Uh, all the stuff that's like there are events people i tell you and especially in the dc area where you have a ton of people and then there's like baltimore is actually a really big kink community huge and baltimore people come down dc and dc people go out to baltimore stuff and so everyone is everywhere and then all the different sides from uh riggers to people who like wax Rope play to people like cutting and stuff not to say that I'm not yucking anybody's yum or yumming anybody's yuck. Is that is that the correct terminology? I've never heard yum and yuck, but okay. Um, <clears throat> but it, whatever your uh thing is, and then just learning about like uh, like the, the dom sub. I don't want to get as far as like master and slave, where you have people in like cages and stuff like that. But in terms <laughs> of relationships, where there is someone who literally relinquishes themselves 
to another person. Uh, it's a level of trust there. Yeah, and that and that's the thing that people think it's all just like a subjugation or a subservience type of thing. Um, and I'm not saying that every relationship isn't like that because it's possible that there are some people that are like that where both partners may get off on it. But um, at least through Fet Life, the ones that are uh, shown and people like really show pictures of themselves, um, they're a lot of times a couple. Uh, and they specifically kind of, you can tell that there's a love there. This isn't like something where it's just uh, one person taking advantage of another person. I'm having a really difficult time explaining this. I need to get another polyamorous couple or, or some. I think you need a couple. Master slave type. Couple Which you should or get. What uh, What would be great is if you got like around like the round table that you did. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that many people, but like different walk of life. Like have a dom, have not his sub, but a sub, mm-hmm. have, you know. Someone who specializes in rope and someone who specializes in flogging who can tell you like the different stuff about it, why people may be attracted to it, what is the reason why this person does this. So I never read Fifty Shades of Grey. <sighs> tell you what I tell everybody when it comes to Fifty Shades of Grey. I have never read the book, okay. never seen the movie. All I can tell you is... I know what I do, and I'm pretty sure I do it better. <laughs> okay. So I, I know that the movie was toned down from what the book talked about, but I really wonder, did is the book closer to... Closer to the movie, but I would not no, no, ever no, 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 no. do... No, not closer to the movie. I'm saying if someone were to write a book that had drama to it, but really was kind of like a... Uh, a Trojan horse for the explaining of the BDSM fetish community, right? Is Fifty Shades of Grey closer to that book or not closer to that book? That's what I want to know. I can't tell you. I haven't read the book. But from what I hear and heard about it, it's supposed to be like a naughtier version of Twilight. So, um, there was a new, there was another movie that came out. It did not go to the theaters very long, uh, but it was kink, kinky, something like that. It was supposed to be better than Fifty Shades of Grey, but Fifty Shades of Grey, like, I haven't seen that either because it went straight to DVD and I can't find it. <laughs> That's what we have the internets for. What's it called? Kink? I think so. Kink. 2018. The movie. 2018. Yeah. Watch the trailer. Kinky? Kinky. There you go. Vivica A. Fox. Uh oh. It's got two stars. <laughs> Why'd you gotta do my girl like that? Alright, what we got here? We have an ad. So, you realize that Every single time I pull up YouTube now, it starts with an ad. All right, here we go. Oh, I saw this. You actually saw the movie? No, I saw the ad for this. I was like, yeah.
Oh, she got the coochie. She got the the coochie vibrator. Mm, I don't know. I haven't seen it. No, I think she's more of the dom. Uh, you sure about that? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's consensual. Fifty Shades of Chocolate. That well, you know why I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. My eyes are droopy. <laughs> and uh she's got me inebriated off this winter jack Tennessee cider. So no my apologies if I've been slurring my words. Or not my apologies if I've becoming if I've been coming across super witty because it's like uh say when you're playing darts or for me when you're playing pool uh if i'm sober let's say my skill level's at a five but if i'm like one or two drinks in my skill level's at like a seven or eight so don't and then after play that pool i'm like a three when you're drinking no not too many you gotta you gotta hit that right tuning fork so <clears throat> i need to listen back to this to see if i've uh hit the right pitch for y'all and hopefully I did. Because that would be a great way to end season one and then go into season two. We have some great things lined up for you. On behalf of Eyes, I am Innkeeper Freddy over here trying to keep the faith. Hold on and bring you what you want, what you need from yet another savings plug. Union in Washington, D.C. 200002. Northeast D.C. Yeah. 12 Third Street, Northeast Washington, D.C. Steps to Noma Gallaudet. Brisk jog to Union Station. Leisurely. Jo- <sighs> Bye, totally y'all. I'm done. I'm done. Totally I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, but seriously. Uh, I, I thank you so much for listening, which is part of Eyes, the problem. Uh, talent. And. Because um, then I have to tell you my opinion when I listen. <laughs> What are you doing wrong? Boop, boop, boop. Everything. what you can do right. Everything. Add music. Really? Like this, 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 like this would be okay if we had music behind it, right? I'm just saying. Like to the beat, y'all. To the beat. uh, Bye, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Thank you so much. The Macarena. And we will see you next time. All right, that's what she said. Anyway, uh, 2019. Yeah. Something you need to do, my thoughts at least, uh, is going to be bonus question. It could be bonus question. You can make it question eight, whatever, but you should ask what a person's favorite movie is. Why? 
Okay, well, first of all, like, for me, I feel like knowing what somebody's all-time favorite movie is kind of gives you an idea of what kind of person they are. But isn't that uh, the book that you would add to the library? No, who, nobody really reads anymore. They just pretend to. Hey, we, we're, we're, we're the smart people here, you know? <laughs> all right. Well, we're that, assuming, we're assuming a certain level of intelligence here. That is true, but 10 years from now, people are listening to your po- po- podcast and be like, what is a book? Ten years from now, people won't even be watching movies because it'll be a uh, immersive VR experience, and books will go the way as they have been of vinyl. Okay, so whatever. Just saying. Just saying. Back to favorite movie, my all-time favorite movie, Lion King. Right? Why? Why is Lion King my all-time favorite movie? Well, there's a couple reasons, mm-hmm. um, and it's evolved into more reasons as I've gotten older. But the first and foremost reason is the message of the movie, which is. Hakuna Matata. <sighs> No, it's not actually that one. You can't run from your past. You can learn from it. You can't run from it. You always have to face it one way or another. And I find that as a life lesson is pretty, pretty freaking awesome. Uh, second thing, uh, and of course, this is once I've gotten older and I had kids. Uh, my son, like I said, his dad is from Africa. And you know the whole opening scene where they present the child over the actual... Um, animal kingdom and stuff like that that's actually called an outdooring um, and that actually happens so children that are born technically aren't supposed to in while in Ghana at least I can't speak for all Africa but in Ghana they don't want the child to be outside for the first seven days of his life on the seventh day they present them outside to the world by opening the door presenting the child and usually there's a there's an actual uh, prayer that's said over them. Uh, it's when they speak the whoever the Godfather is speaks over them. They do like pour alcohol over their forehead. It's like a baptism. Uh, something like that, but it's just a traditional. It's thing. a ceremony, though. Yeah, it's a ceremony. So people are supposed to be outside when the door opens. Yes. So what happens if no one's out there? <laughs> you just scar the child for life. I mean. It, seven days old it's not going to know either way but the whole family will know obviously okay um but that particular thing like i didn't realize that was a thing until it was done on my child and i was like oh wow and that's actually when he's presented with his tribal name okay but you haven't been to west africa i have not so did you stream this or this happened in america this happened in america okay like here in like virginia yeah like in virginia like it happened and how many people were outside it's like 10 it was just family and when when the door opens people clap and stuff or is it just i mean after the prayer there's clapping okay there, nobody's bowing or anything like no, that. no no i mean like when the child comes outside is there immediate clapping or do you have to go through a ritual and then at the end of the ritual there's clapping at the end of the ritual okay what'd you wear a white dress any head head wrap headdress no. Or shoes flat? Yes. What about your other children? They were there too? No. We're going to cut this. That's okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was your secret track. <laughs>